Welcome to the Tales of the Taurine Legacy one-shot called Lost and Found. We start our day at 6 o'clock in the morning in the town of Douglas, the docks, where sailors are moving around, working, but there's something different. There's one gentleman sitting by himself, waving and calling to everyone, sitting next to a sign that says, Welcome to the Thorny Dead River River Shuttle. We can get you from Douglas to Veritas. This gentleman sitting next to the sign is six foot tall, blonde haired, blue eyed. His name is Kevin. Uh, dudes! Hey, I, are you the. No, you're, you're, you're not the adventurer. I, I can't seem to find him. Um, I, I, I need help. Uh, no, you, no, you're the same dude that just passed. Uh, coming up to Kevin. A three foot four dwarven ghoul with auburn hair going. She looks at him and says, Kevin, if your group doesn't show up in five hours, I'm going to have to start actually getting work. I know you paid for the time, but just to let you know. And she walks on down the dock to this dark green with hints of neon green boat with moss hanging off the side. Kevin's sitting there looking around, not knowing what to do, and we turn down one of the streets of Douglas to our first interest. Please, can you introduce yourself and tell us what you're doing as you're walking towards the docks? Yeah, <laughs> my name's Glees, and uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a ghoul. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm a warlock. Got pale skin, my face is kind of rotted and decrepit looking. And, uh, I carry around a Kasari Gama, which is like a sickle that's attached to a long chain. I'm wearing kind of tattered clothes. Rags more like than clothes. Uh... Oh, right now I'm uh, having a nice little spot of lunch. A little, uh, little rat that I found hiding uh, by the trash. <laughs> well, as you're coming to the docks, you see this six-foot-tall blonde gentleman that matches the description of the ad that was handed to you, calling out, uh, Dude, you're not the adventurers. Uh, and he sits down on the little stool that he has and kind of just looks at the ground to, to the mason's shield sitting next to him, not really paying attention. But you can see he's wearing studded leather that kind of looks like football attire. Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna like kind of walk up to him with like my left hand just kind of scurrying me along, my right hand just kind of holding the half eaten rat next to me. And I get all the way up to him and I'm like, hey, he's still looking for adventures. Oh, dude, you're an interesting fellow. Oh, that's a rat. That's awesome. How does it taste? Well, it could use some paprika. And he kind I of chucks, have, it the, chucks it into the river. Uh, I don't have paprika, but I have this. And you see, Kevin pulls out this interesting looking herb and he starts chewing on it. He has another one that's like, would you like to try? <laughs> yeah, sure. He, he hands it to you. And it's a weird five herb. Like, yeah, my dad told me this heals everything. Sweet. I swallowed the whole thing. 
right at this time, the second of the most intrepid adventurers, I cannot say the name correctly, Rokathrow? Can you introduce yourself and tell us what you're doing? Rokathrow? <laughs> I am a grung. I am red. It gives me great pleasure to be a cleric. But a long time ago, in the verdant expanse, a group of adventurers trampled upon my village and killed everyone but me. I am two foot tall and very bright lipstick red, and I'm just kind of enjoying a new city as I search the land for the adventurers that killed my entire village. And I found this man and the advertisement says look for tall man with blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, so I go up them and I go point at the flyer. Uh, Oh, you're another adventure. Great, we've got one, we've got two. We just need a couple more and we might get on away. You hear that, Captain Rose? Can you hear from the ship? I gotcha, they're coming. And you can tell she is not entirely whatsoever. Raven. Coming along a different street, we'll go to first while first is explaining themselves what would and throw I am going to sit on a barrel I'm just wondering if I could eat these legs if they're still attached probably not dude first are you, you there French okay yes I am <clears throat> I thought they were doing the thing but um well uh wandering up with his note about three foot walking on two legs despite being a cat uh, with some sandy red fur and a fitted breastplate and holding a, a, a hilt that just looks like he could use it with two hands and, uh, and a big old uh, bandage right over one of his eyes. <clears throat> hey, hey, you big tall guy, you this guy? Dude, you're a talking cat! <laughs> I like that. And yeah, I'm the dude in the advertising. Thanks for noticing. I've got three adventures. Hopefully we have some more. <laughs> uh, easy paycheck. Well, I, I will tell you this. M my dad's made sure that I had the money for y'all to be paid. So once the other ones get here, how many ever, I'll tell you what we need to do. And... Grody, Grody. Yeah, so, um, Grody, uh, <laughs> uh, you hear, um, coming from the water of the docks, uh, this massive seven foot four, like 275 pound knoll, soaking wet, holding the half eaten rat that Glee's threw away, um, having chased after it and jumped in the, and jumped in the water to get it. Um, he is, wearing this open, dirty, crimson red fur vest in these uh, quilted, multicolored trousers. He's got a necklace um, 
made of various fingers of various species. Um, he, uh, one of his eyes is milky white. The other is this sort of unnatural glowing yellow. Um, he's got this putrid brown fur and what I can only describe as piss yellow spots. Um, and there is a giant bloody butcher's knife embedded in his skull from when, coincidentally, his entire family was murdered by a bunch of, by a group of adventurers. Um, and he runs up, he fully has no idea of any sort of adventure going on, runs up to Glees and goes, <laughs> You dropped your rat! <laughs> it's for you! Oh. It's alright. That one had a, that one had a little bit too much uh, gamey flavor. Can I have it? Yeah, go for it. All right, and I just fart, start fucking eating this shit as fast as I can. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name's Grody. Can you, you guys want to be friends? We're looking for another adventurer. Did you get a flyer? Adventurer? No, no, no. I like this guy. We should just keep it. All right, a flyer. Like... I can't read. Well, well, welcome to the club, Grody. You're oh, tall, this is great. <laughs> I'm really tall, yeah. <laughs> well, if uh, I don't really know if we have any other uh, adventures coming, but if we do, we'll find out, hopefully, before we have to leave. And Captain Rose kind of annoyed with me at this time, and Kurtash. Is that is that a boat? Yeah, that 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 that's the thorny dead. We're getting on a boat. Yeah, we're going down the river to, to where we're getting dropped off. Okay. Better be worth it. Oh, I, I've got a map where we're going. I'll, I'll show you if the other adventurer shows up or if this is it. Hello. Caritas says, um, jangly walking up to the group. I heard you're looking for some adventures. Hello. I'm a, hello. Sorry, I died last week, but don't worry. I'm still here to help. You're a skeleton, dude. That's Am awesome. I? <laughs> Am I? Well, you fellow undead, you fellow strange creatures, this I look forward. This seems like a good day. After all, I did only die a week ago. Or did I already say that? Meow. You did. Ribbit. Um, meow. <laughs> Sorry. Well, if this is everybody, I, so the the reason why I asked for the adventure, this is the 23rd firebreak. But three days ago, I messed up, and Lyle hates me. I got fired from my job that I was apprenticing for, and three items got stolen because I tried to look into fixing them. So now you want us to kill them? No, no, I, I, I need okay. your help getting to them, because I know where they are, and so what they are... So you can kill them yourself, got it. No, 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 there's... I don't know what creatures are along the way, and it's a thousand gold. Go there and get these items for all of you. Like, mm, that's great, great. a thousand gold? Yeah. That's more money than I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it, it, it's to split between all of you. The other thousand I have is to go to Captain Rose for using the ship. That's what she told me because of last time. Oh, what you say? Is a thousand gold uh, s uh, split, and then so we each get like we get like twenty gold. I think no, it's, it's, it's it, no, I think it's twenty. I think you're wrong. I'm really good at smart things. 
uh, I, I'm not too good the the numbers. I had no, one see, like, concussions on the blood rush field. Go no, like, like, words. We, we should you should like, give Grundy like. I mean, I mean, Grundy, like if you split something like with a with with a sword, uh-huh. it's now in two. So if you yeah. split a thousand, that's five hundred. No, but like it's twenty because I just know. We should give all the money to charity yeah. to help out the cats. Uh, before we start dispersing money, I'll tell you the items that we're looking for. And mind you, it's Lyle, so some of these are weird. All I know is one's a robe with random patches of supplies he uses in the shop. Another one's a fan casts a fart cloud, and it's <laughs> it's nice. The other one's a broken half of a sword, like the lower half and some skulls. I never got the name, but uh, we're going to a cave in in this vicinity. I could never say the name, but if you want to get on the ship, I'll sh- show the show you the map while while we, Captain Rose gets everything ready with, with the the drummers and the rowers, so we can start leaving. Is everything set? Is that okay with y'all? Yeah, it's about me. All right, let's get this started. Uh, meow, meow, Clamor onto this boat. It is a long boat. You can see on each side is six rowers, and in the middle of the front is a drummer. Captain Rose is sitting in the back near or. And she looks at all of us and says, So I see you have your adventures. Are you ready to go? Because I'm tired of waiting. Yes, Rose. It's Captain Rose. Rose, not Rose. That sounded identical to me. That's the same thing. I think she said roast. I think we need to get some quiet wood. Oh, oh, we gotta cook some food. No, my last name is Roast. R O A S T. Blame my father because he was a cook. Uh, oh. So you, so you just don't roast any cats. My God, that still means us. cook. That, that still means cook. I'm here. Well, I became a captain, but I can cook. But we, most of the food is rations, and we have stuff down. Downstairs, if you need, it's meager stuff, but it's rations enough to last for three weeks. You got if a rat have... problem? We have a few, and there might be other problems. I am so on it. Brody, you ready? Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. We got a race. Hold on. Three, four, five, go! Evan, uh, go! Just don't kill, just don't kill the ship's cat, meow. Uh, we don't have cats because Boomer over there, and she points at the drummer, he ate him. Lucky. And Boomer sitting there waving a drumstick. Hi, I'm Boomer. <laughs> I make the beat. <laughs> for for everyone else, as you're looking at the ship on the side, you can see this weird bluish green moss with thorns, and it's cut, drooping off the sides. But it's on the seats and the floorboards of this long boat where the rowers are sitting, and it stops just at the drum and stops at the flat area where you're at. 
So uh, as Kyle's looking around, seeing if we go downstairs, like if, if you want, we can go downstairs. It's just a hole, not much there. But here's the map, and I will drop that. Feels for your life. Hell yeah. He holds the map up to you, and you can see a very crudely drawn arrow. Uh, this is where we're going, but I can never say the name. It's Umabas, I think Lyle said. But that's where the thieves went to. I know that, like, if we stop right here, where. And you can tell this is map that he's cut out off of and at the tip there just where you see the cave is where he's pointing right here's where captain rose is gonna drop us off and we're gonna walk the rest of the way so it's gonna get cold yeah, fine i got fur uh, the, the ship is i don't feel at, at this time you, you realize that the, the ship is lurching forward as the rowers are going and just simple drum beat, but you can see Boomer is dancing in his spot, just going at it <laughs> like hips swaying, everything moving, but his hands staying at the regular just beat of. And if you look, you can see Captain Rose shaking her head with the widest smile. Could I insight this? Sure, go ahead. May I also do an inside check? That's a sure. nine. Yeah, 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 I too. <laughs> I would be that on deck. Pretty much. I'm 22. So who are you inciting? Boomer or Captain? Captain. I'll inside Boomer. Cap the Captain's been with Boomer for a while. And you can tell this is normal. For Boomer... With the way he's moving, you can tell in life he was probably a bard. I and is holding himself back from not going completely crazy because he's probably got in trouble for the time to do. I am going to turn to everyone here and just kind of yeah. I wave wave my hands and then do like a thumbs up. I give a thumbs up back. But I hold it for a, a bit too long. I'm like, what does this mean? I, I, I pull a thumb out of my pocket. <laughs> Can I have that? I give you a squinty look, but a, but a nod. Karatash detaches the thumb from their left hand and holds it up and then reattaches it. Daddy, you can't have this one. Dude, I don't collect thumbs. I, I just collect scars <laughs> and head injuries. <laughs> you can notice now the ship is starting to go faster with the current. And there's planes to the left and mountains to the right. There's no animals other than the birds in the sky. Can one of you do a perception for all of you? Yeah, I would like to do that. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's Ooh. do that. We'll do one. That's an 11. Ooh. 12. That's an, that's an 11 for me. 16 for me. 18. 
Okay, so we just ignore uh, it. Kevin got a 16, because his is negative 2 for... Uh, so who got the highest? That would be Karatesh. 18, Correct. yeah. Right. You yeah. noted that Captain Rose is looking around to the sides of the ship. Kind of, and that sides at the areas around and probably hear her mumble. It, it, where's everything at? Yeah. And all of you hear skittering on the sides of the boat. Lunch time! <laughs> I immediately draw draw my hilt. I see that and I take out my fucking giant great axe and I'm like, I love a good fight! <laughs> it, Captain I, Rose I, screams out, it's just the crabs! Let them eat and they'll be on their way! At this time, you see 40 blue crabs climb onto the boat and start eating the moss on the sides and the floor. Just sitting there. But one of them, probably the, about the size of a baseball, is sitting there staring at Gleeks. Just side looking at you like what are you i scooch closer and pull out my uh the, e the very end of my kasarigama and just kind of walk really quietly it does that move it's just still staring at you anyone else hungry captain fed though with no fight though yeah yeah well, well, these from what i know of these crabs if you interrupt them while they're eating this is what the captain said they'll attack, hence why you can see the rowers are sitting there still, and boomers still just beating the drum, acting as if uh, they're not, they're pretending these crabs do not exist. I, I, part of me says we should kill them so we can eat them, because I, I've had crab before and some lobster and it's wonderful, but whatever the party, whatever we want to do, we could do, that, that's up to you all. Yeah, I discreetly cast Meowmaturgy um, in the opposite <laughs> direction of the of the crab. Oh Meowmaturgy, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, meow, meow cast Meowmaturgy be, behind everyone. What shape? What does? What do you make Meowmaturgy do? Meow sound of big waves. The, the crabs are still sitting there, just staring. Like this one is staring. All the rest are still eating. Hey, no mind. Beyond it. <laughs> what would you all like to do? Are we just not moving while while these? No, the ship the ship's still going, rowing along normally. But everyone's pretending these crabs are not there. I'm trying really, really hard not to eat one. Same. I'm going to prep spells. Let's start uh. <laughs> meow, since you're doing meow. No nah, I'm too hungry for this. And I'm going to swing right at it with my star <laughs> yeah. Everyone roll for initiative. Alright. Oh my goodness. Oh, holy shit. Meow, yeah, was trying to distract. I was ready for this fight. Why I did I crit on initiative? Oh my god. <laughs> Same. Kevin got an 8. Nice. 17. 18. Meow. Yeah. I've got a roll. For I got a twenty-one. I'm trying to figure out how to roll for these. You must crabs. roll for crabs. Yeah, and, and that—that's the issue. I, I'm just gonna roll them all with my big dice real quick, and 
just for your information, they're going to be attacking in groups of ten. So they will Jesus. literally be ten individuals. So the first ten turn and look at you along with this, well, the first nine, and this one that's looking at you all turn around. Uh, <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> These poor crabs. What's happening? Yeah. Yeah, they all cool. got, like, the first team got three ones. <laughs> uh, broke so, for, for right now, there's ten staring at you. And they're starting to come towards you. Because, please swing at one. By the way, did you swing the... Uh, right, at, right at the one damage. that was not moving. Yeah, can you swing to see if you hit and do damage? Surprise, That'll man. be a eight to hit. But do I you... get advantage because he was not moving? Yes, you do. Okay. So that'll be a 13 to hit. You hit it. Let's. So <laughs> when you hit it, you kind of hit it just under one of the eye stalks. And it's the left side. And you can. Your blade doesn't go that deep, but you can tell now they're all ticked. And these 10 just kind of swarm around you individually. They're five of them? They kind of spread apart, five sitting behind this case, so there's two at each of us, we'll say. Alright. First of nine, what would you like to do? Well, I was uh I was prepared for this fight. I'm uh immediately gonna go ahead and draw my sword. And it's then gonna light up and from from the hilt, uh, uh, a, a a blade is gonna pop out, and it's gonna be a short sword. And I think I'm just gonna go try to do a big old slash at you know the closest little set to me. Okay, Ooh, that's an 18 to hit. You definitely hit it. Here, uh, it's gonna roll a bunch. Oh no, it didn't roll the other damage. So it's actually just 2d10, right? Or 2d8, right? 2d8. Yep. I remember correctly. It's 2d8 plus 2 plus my prop, so... So, That's gonna I, be... I just went ahead and rolled initiative for every... All the crabs? All of them got 3. So, yeah, Very you nice. can do that, do whatever you want. <laughs> 3! Oh! I rolled 2 and a 4, so it's, uh... What was it? It's uh, 2 necrotic and 4 uh, fire damage. Instead of slashing damage. That, that crab you hit is dead and cooked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and a bonus action, can I immediately eat it? Just I just pop the whole <laughs> thing in my mouth and just... Roll pop. me a... E4. To see how much of this you can eat before the end Two. of the Because I, I want to see this. Two. You eat approximately half of it. Now it's Grody's turn. Throw the rest of it on the ground. <laughs> yeah! I, I, I like have my great axe and see that a fight is going on and I'm going to rage! And I'm going to go into a rage um, because I want to uh, and I would like to make two attacks on uh, Big Boy. Well, you have two sitting in right right in front of you, and all of them you uh, notice are about baseball size. So, Alright, then I'm just gonna 
I'm going to just kill them with my great axe. That's my plan. Nice. See if you hit them. All right. That is a 17 to hit. All right. You hit the first one. All right. Go ahead and four. roll. See if you hit the second one. Okay, hold on. I, I, I just rolled damage. So that's seven oh, that's points of, uh, what is it? Slashing damage for that one. You sever this crab completely in half and <laughs> stop your blade right above the boards of the ship. Realizing then, you probably should destroy the ship. Alright, then I'd like to um, use my second attack to like right do ahead. a side swiping motion. I'd like to try to hit one like, 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 a, like I'm swinging a golf club. So I just go like, four! And I roll... That is a 12 to hit. You hit it! Yeah, and then I do... Yeah, fucking 14 slashing damage. It, it did. Yeah, had a feeling. Um, and then I would like to run up to the big boy and just start fucking... I'd like to moon the big crab. Uh, oh. Just like taunting it. <laughs> As my object interaction, it, like, you fucking can for me, bro. But this thing is confused. Yeah, I just like tease it a little bit. Like this is what my family taught me before they got murdered. <laughs> we move on to character. What would you like? To do? Oh no, I don't see. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for one moment. Meow ponders how badly it would end setting the ship on fire. Meow figures what the heck. Meow casts cat cuddles on one group of the crabs. Okay. I guess I... wait. It doesn't, it doesn't give me... Meow, it doesn't give me access... Uh, D20, I guess? It doesn't let me roll, actually, legit. It doesn't give me it. It gets give me the ability to roll for it. Right. Uh, just a D20, I guess? Yeah. I just realized uh, that the drums... Initiative is not showing up. Wait, so would that be um no, no, twenty plus spellcasting mark. Twenty plus proficiency, right? Okay. Yeah. I rolled Perfect. a seventeen. Okay, then you should have been before Karatesh, but yeah. we'll do you Meow got a Meow got a ten. Does Meow hit? You it goes just over the top of one of the crabs. And you can see claw marks have kind of gone across the shell. Yarned it! And you can only do one attack, correct? Yeah, I believe so, yes. Okay. We'll go to the uh, Rothro. I feel bad for saying murdering that name. I'm frog. Uh, I'm gonna... Let's see. I'm gonna cast... Uh, where is it? Who has, uh, who has the lowest AC? All of them. Uh, J just for your information. No. Okay. Are you talking about the crabs or the people? People. The lowest AC is either Brody, Karatesh, or Glee. Uh, well, I mean... Because according to my information, they all have... They all have 14? Oh, so it doesn't really matter who I gave it to. Okay. okay. Um, I'm gonna cast... Uh, uh, sh shield of Faith on... Let's do... Uh, we'll do Glaze. I'll give it to Glaze. That's a bonus action. Wahahoo. So that's the bonus action. Um, and then... Uh, has anyone damaged 
been no, damaged. Not yet. Okay. Um, I'm going to ready in action so that the first person who gets damaged, I'm going to cast uh, uh, Cure Wounds. So I'll just I'll ready my action. Um, and then that is my turn. Hey, thanks, Froggy. Now we'll go on Glees. Okay, um, so Glees is going to flick out his Kasari Gama, and I go, <laughs> and you see that the entire of my Kasari Gama gets coated in this, like, dark purple and sickly green flame as I use my bonus action to cast green flame blade. Uh, you get a plus two to your armor class, by the way. Okay. Um, so, that's that. And a weapon attack with the Sarigama. So, that's going to be a 12 to hit as I kind of flick it at the nearest one to me. Well, that would be the one right next to Big Blue. Okay. You definitely hit him. Let's okay. see how much damage you do. Alright, so for slashing, that's going to be three slashing damage. Then for the now flaming Kusarigama, um, the, the fire itself is going to be an additional nine. And then the green flame blade is going to be an additional D8. So that's going to be three plus nine. So 10, 11, 12 plus 13. So 15 total damage as I kind of just flick the Kusarigama and just pull it back from behind the crab trying to yeah. cut it in half as well as uh, pulling it through it. That, Not only that's enough slices. <laughs> cut it in half, you cook this crab all the way through. Oh, delicious. And now you just have this smoking cooked crab sitting next to Big Blue. And you can tell Big Blue's eyes have not left you. And he doesn't seem to care that his fellow crabs are dying. Um, and then I am going to... Um, with that, I'm going to maneuver myself um, to where I am scooped back so I have the majority of the crabs that I can see in my field of vision. And that's going to be the end of my turn. There, let's see, with big blue. So there's three crabs right in front of you, but there's all the rest are starting to turn around, gathering behind big blue, and they're just starting to skitter and wait to see what happens. Next is Kevin. Let, let's see what Kevin can do. <laughs> so Kevin is going to try to hit one with his mace, but before he swings, you, you hear him for the team, and he, he rages. Yeah! Ah, go back. And he takes his mace and swings it at one of the crabs in front of him. He hits. Good job! He, he smashes it. He, he smashes the crab and goes, yeah! Just like the blood rush field causing everything to be bloody! The crab in front of him. I have no idea how we're gonna roll for the crabs. Honestly, don't. Oh, here we go. Is gonna try to make a claw attack. 
at Kevin. Oh, great. It's on my computer, so that's going to be slow. My wall, it rolls. The ship is still going on at a very relative pace, and we can see the, the scenery is still going by, and the birds, but you're now starting to swarm a little, little bit. And Big Blue's staring, just staring at you. Still, while the other ones are looking at each other and looking at you. The crab in front of Kevin does not hit whatsoever. <laughs> the rest of the crabs will say, take the rest of their action to... Ten of them just run off the ship. You have 20 more sitting in front of you, and they're kind of frightened. And we'll go back to first of Okay, well, uh, I've had my fun, and I ate a crab, uh, so... I'm just going to uh, look at all of these crabs and in a... Is it just a target? Yeah, Alan, never mind. It's just a target. Oh, darn. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna swipe my uh, sword twice and some energy bolts are gonna shoot out of it as I cast Eldritch Blast. Yeah. Alrighty. That's a, a soft 20. Uh, this is gonna be both going at two different targets. Okay. The first damage is, ooh, uh, four damage. That that crab is incinerated. Yeah, and then the other one is, a, ooh, a ten to hit the crab? You hit it. Oh. oh wait, no, that one misses. Oh, okay. We'll, uh, gonna... we'll say because it misses, the, the it kind of hits the air above them, and you can see it sizzle with your energy. And these crabs are... Still intent on it protecting their food because you can see some of them have bits of moss still hanging from their little mandibles. Yeah, they should just but leave. You can clearly, see that the, these crabs are now debating their life choices. <laughs> and we go to Brody. All right, uh, I'd like to. Uh, can I? So I'm right in front of Big Crab, right? You are currently standing next to Big Blue and the group of crabs, and they're all kind of staring at you, but Big Blue's eyes have not left, because you can tell he is in, like, in France with the weapon that you... Hmm. Okay, can I... What I want to do is I want to... <laughs> No, I'm in a rage. I was going to be like, I'm going to make an animal handling check. Well, and it's like, no, the, no, the fuck I'm not. <laughs> since technically you did damage this last turn, you don't have to rage again. Rage, if you do damage or take damage. Yeah, yeah. You still have it. Yes, I know. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm, yeah, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm not smart. Uh, I'm going to make two attacks on this big crab because I'm hungry. Uh, I've just mooned it. And now I'm going. Now I want to eat it. So I'm going to attack Big Crab. Well, hold on. Do you still have your? Are you wearing pants? I pull my pants back up. Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah. Because it was just a temporary if you didn't pull up your pants, I was gonna say that would be a disadvantage. No. <laughs> As bonus action. What makes you think I haven't done this before, huh? What makes you think that Grody hasn't fought with his pants down before? No, I'm kidding. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make two great axe attacks on big blue and 
Dean DeBeyond. Ooh, yeah, that's a big hot uh, nine uh, for the first one. You him, and it hits right uh, onto the deck, and you can hear Rose go, Not my boat! Sorry! I will throw you overboard! Sorry, it will happen again! And then I'd like to do my second attack. Now can fix the boat with the end. Uh, it's a 17. That definitely hits Big Blue. Alright, um, so with first, uh, I forgot to do this last turn, but um, with my Divine Fury ability, uh, the first creature that hit, that I hit on my turn uh, takes 1d6 plus 3 radiant damage. So I'm going to roll both damages. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's 14 damage, slashing damage. He's dead. Plus, yeah. no, I'm not done, I'm not done. Uh, plus another four radiant damage. Um, so he's dead, right? Not only is he's dead, he's cooking, but his his now cooked eyes are still staring. <laughs> cool. And then I would like to use oh, my please. bonus action bite attack to uh, eat it. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I hit the. Do I get advantage on this uh, because it's dead? You don't need it. Um, no, I'm I'm rolling. So that's a mod twenty. That's a mod twenty. Um, <laughs> Definitely Big Blue is now in your mouth. Cool. And all the other crabs are gone. (laughs) They're just just... off the ship, and you hear the biggest... (sighs) You could have just left them alone, and they would have been gone. In mid-bites, I'm like, Yeah, Gleef, you could have just left it alone. And then I'm just fucking chewing on crab legs. Meow goes to the captain to ask if if Meow should fix the ship. Am I, am I seeing these crabs, like, trying to make it off the ship? Or are they, like, oh, yeah, the there's, right now there are five that are close to you trying to go over the edge. Okay, and there are, are there any on the side of the ship? Oh, yeah, they're all still on the side of the ship. Like, okay, all cool. the rest of can I, can I Can I use my action to uh, thunder step off the side of the ship and see how many <laughs> I can get? Go ahead. I, I oh want God. to see. I it just... Mm. In baffled. Mind you, Kevin is. It is a it is a ten foot it is a ten foot sphere around the spot where I center myself, which is trying to get the most in that ten foot sphere. Okay. Mind you, Kevin is, is sitting there going, "Dude, it's awesome! You can wasn't it? it? I just can't wait to help with the rest of the team." <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Captain Rose, for the ship. How many do I get? Uh, you'd be able to hit them all. All right, cool. Uh, that's a DC uh, 14 Constitution saving throw. Uh, I will tell you this now: they're probably not gonna make it. Okay, cool. Uh, that is going to be I'm rolling just in case. 19 but... thunder damage for all of them. Venus, <laughs> all of them are dead. I don't care if they make the save or not. They're just dead. I'm just just going to keep scooping them up and tossing them onto the deck of the ship. So you're hanging onto the side of the ship, and these cooked crabs, you can tell their legs have made holes somewhat into the sides of the ship. So you can see this is a path that they've gone several, several times. And nobody's done anything about it. Yeah, you definitely hit them. Hold, hold, hold on, I have to do health stuff, but um, yeah, I, I am trying. Gotta love doing this. <laughs> but 
as we're still selling and Gleese is throwing the rest of these crabs onto the ship, Kevin is clapping and he comes up to Grody and goes, Dude, you want a chest bump? Yeah, dude, I fucking totally do. He and he steps back and jumps in the air to chest bump you. Do you? I don't. I don't. I don't jump because I'm seven foot four. Uh, so I just like stick my chest out. He chest bumps you and lands on his feet and goes, "Yeah, that was righteous." I can't wait to tell. Oh wait, I can't. I haven't talked to him in a long while. I'll, I'll have to make sure I notate this somewhere. And you see he kind of just stops mid-sentence. Drool goes down to his chin, and then he quickly sucks back in. Tell, tell him when I see him again! That was really strange, but that happens to me sometimes. I point to the knife in my head, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, Sometimes I just blink and don't know, I don't remember multiple hours of my life. So, it happens. <laughs> I'll, I'll remind whoever you want me to remind about what the, what the, the thing. Alright! It's time for food, and I'd like to grab the crabs and start distributing them to the crew, because this is my new pack. Um, they, they are just sitting there, still rowing, and all of them are just sitting there, staring at the crabs, now in their laps. How big are you? How, how big are you? Me? Yeah, how big are you? I'm seven foot four. You're seven foot four? Uh, almost 300 pounds, yeah. All right, all right. It's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about getting some, the, the, oh, I'm staring yeah. at you like, I can, I, I, can, I can climb up there. You can just give me a little bit So for 40 crabs, we'll say it's... That is a lot of crab. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> 10 XP each, so that's around 400 XP for everyone. <laughs> And you're just sitting there eating crabs, and Captain Rose is slightly sighing and giggling as to herself as you're rowing along. And Captain is looking around going, oh, we're nearing the spot, Captain Rose. It's roast. Again, I keep telling you, I'm sorry, I'll remember next time, dude. And the ship starts slowing down the edge of the mountain. Meow asked Captain if if Meow should try to fix the ship. If you want to, you can, but when I get to Veritas, I have someone there that can fix it just um, yeah. as well, so you don't have to waste anything. Meow, Meow, trip. One second. Meow cast Mending. <laughs> this small sliver splinter that Brody caused is now gone, and the crab indents that Glees was looking at is was is now gone and the ship looks relatively new but it's still that dark green and lime green mixed color as it comes to a complete stop they uh, one of the rowers puts down a gangplank to to land and Captain Rose is looking at you get off my ship or I'm throwing you off my ship I will hop off the ship. I jump off the ship. Meow, meow walks the game playing. <laughs> I, uh, right, I nod and just hop off. It's like, it's okay, I don't like boats anyway. 
I scoop up as much crabs as I can as I'm walking away. Kevin is helping you, and he has uh, just shoving them in his bag. And give me a perception check, please. Everybody? Just please. That's a 12. You can clearly see there's nothing in his bag other than these herbs that he was showing you, so he's literally as many of them into his bag as he And he walks off the ship. You are now standing at the base of mountain where you can see a path is kind of carved up into the mountains. And it, it's been traveled some, but you can still see that there's rough patches. So, I have to watch your step. And Kevin goes, Oh, I don't know this area, but I've heard rumors of what lives here, and it's a really big insect. I don't know the name. Oh, cool. But it lives near the snowy top tops up there, and you can see a probably 100 yards away from you is where the snow starts to form at, the ba- uh, at these mountains. I, I, really, I really wish we weren't going to the mountains, but, uh, okay. Uh, unfortunately, there's two paths for this go to this cave is up this this path here or through around pretty much and going around will take another month going over will take us less than a couple more days maybe yep mm-hmm. and at, one climbing again okay well the path is smooth but it just kind of goes up at a slight angle so it's easy to walk, but it's just there's mountains. There, all, oh, go ahead. Is there any? Is there any? Is there any snow on the path? About a hundred yards away from you is when it starts. All the rest is just dirt and rock. Yeah, if you try to melt the snow with see with cat cuddles. As you get closer, go ahead. You can melt something. I'm sorry, Gamma. I could probably just melt it as we walk along. Well. From what I've been told, these mountains can get up to two feet of snow, so there's not much. Most of this path is very well trodden, and as it points forward as you're walking, cresting this first mountain, you see the path goes along a flat edge along the side of the mountain, where somebody has clearly carved this path out. I look over at first and nine. How how tall are you, first and nine? I'm um, rough, like, just like barely three, barely three feet. Uh, I feel like two feet of snow might be a lot for some of us. Yeah. You want to climb on my shoulders? It would be a lot for me. Uh, yeah. I can carry people. I like carrying people. I can carry people too. And if need be, I can throw yeah. you like a ball. I walk over to Grody and I go, My name is First. Nice to meet you. Mall nine with Grody, and I stick my hand out and do a really aggressive handshake. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Stitch in in bubbles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much, it, and that's what I'm envisioning right now. <laughs> you're walking along this path, and you can see it's kind of a large flat boat area here. It's just nothing snow. 
I climb up on his shoulders. Uh, I, I'm, riding, I'm riding Grody's shoulders at this point. <laughs> well, as you're riding the shoulders, there's still the birds in the skies. It's relatively sunny. I'll shoot him. I can. I can probably no, hit him. No, they're they're a ways away. They're very high in the sky. They're just passing by. Can't actually hit them. 120 feet, maybe. Longer than that. All right. <laughs> they're just a hair out of your range, and you can tell it with your pets. I would like to. As you round, a oh. and Kevin stops and looks down and goes. Oh yeah, here, here's the tracks that, uh, of the, the, the thing, and you can see relatively. There's a long, long line of several feet that has gone right next to this path of longest plateau. Oh, you don't know how long. Can me roll the inside check on? Feet? That would be more of a, uh, footprints. That'd be more of a survival check. I'm pretty. Yeah, survival. Yes. I, I also wrote a survival check. Missing. Thirteen. Oh. Hey, we both got thirteen. So you can all tell the one that probably has the most information is Heritage. These tracks are made. By young Rimarats. Probably not more than two hours before you arrived on them. And for those that don't know what a Rimaraz is, it is a giant centipede that has a cobra's head and its veins of pretty much lava that live in these cold temperatures. And you're looking at a trail that's probably two hours old now. It did. Kevin, it, 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 it looked like... Never mind. Actually, no. Ignore me. <laughs> Ke Kevin just kind of waves everybody along, and you can see off in the distance from you, probably another hour's walk. It starts going down into a valley. While you're walking, what does everyone want to do in this? I think that I think that Grody sort of has has first on his shoulders and goes like, Alright, uh, we got a little bit of a walk, so why don't we all introduce ourselves? I'd, I'd love to get to know my new pack. Uh, so I can start. My name is Grody. Uh, I am a uh, gnoll, uh, and I was chosen for divine purpose by my lover who is a god. I think, maybe, I don't know. But I died, I sort of died, but then, like, I saw a being in white, and I knew, I knew when I saw him, we were going to be together forever. So, that's me, I want to know what you guys' deals are. Yeah, <coughs> sorry. <clears throat> yeah, my name's Gleeze, um, when I was alive, I was named Brian, but that's not my name anymore. Um, so... I am a warlock of... You You all know the rot. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've heard yeah. of the rot. Uh, that, that's about all I remember. Yeah. 
I'm a warlock of the rot, and and I, I spread the uh, the gospel, as it were, um, of you can eat anything. That's that's basically it. That's that's the gospel. I like your style. Th- that yeah. that that sounds awesome. Stuff. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, that that that's me. Oh, uh, I Kevin. Before working with Lyle for a week, uh, I used to be in Blood Rush, but one too many knocks to the old co- uh, cranium, uh, that's the word, uh, and, and eating herbs to heal. That's what my dad always told me, heal with herbs instead of healing stuff. But but, but my dad made... Gave me the shiny rocks that I'm paying all of you. Meow is Karakash. In in my meow was cleric of the great cat lord. Meow did meow best to keep cats alive and help cats. When meow died, Lord Cat Lord refused to let me die. Made me a skeleton. Yeah, that was that was one week ago. That that's kind of sad, dude. Are you sure you're okay? Yeah, he's not. Yeah. It's just meow. Yeah. Can I get to keep? Can I get to keep serving Lord Cat Lord meow? And meow speaks four languages, so there's that. Whoa, I can barely speak too. <laughs> but meow does miss being alive. Meow can't eat food anymore. But that's okay. That's a bummer. You're still walking along this mountain path. You're just now coming the edge. You can see on the downward slope to the right of you, probably 600 feet away towards the bottom of this this valley, there's a Rimuraz and three young Rimuraz starting to go towards some trees that are sitting there on the edge. Not many. There's probably group 20 and they're just looking for shade. How many crabs do I have left? By this time, you probably have three, but Kevin hasn't touched any of the ones in his bag. So there's probably a total of 13. If I were to kill these Remoraz, would I be able to take everything as far as what they size-wise? If I cut it up in like the right size pieces? Well, a young Remoraz is a medium-sized monstrosity, so round, a little bit taller than Grogu. A Rimuraz is a huge monstrosity. So you would be able to get, if you did well enough in the rolls, you probably would be able to fill Kevin's backpack. And probably. Kevin is just sitting there, like, as you start going down, look, he sees them and goes, Oh, look, those are the creatures. <laughs> I hear they're somewhat dangerous. I don't know much about You're thinking about what it. I'm thinking, Grody. Maybe. I think we're thinking the same thing. I think we're thinking the same thing. Are y'all thinking what we're thinking? That depends. What you thinking? I'm I'm thinking something. What are you thinking? No, please let me know. Because, like, my my fur's rising. Oh, I got you. No, wait, I forgot what I was thinking. Please, what was I thinking? Wait, wait, you gotta get a fire going. Oh, I'm I'm lost now. I thought I knew what I was thinking, but I don't remember. 
what the thinking was. And then the think left the, the head. Well, well, if we need it, I'd be Hungry starts drooling. Mouth's hungry. Here's the word hungry and snaps out of it. Hungry? Right there. is big, big dinner. <laughs> As you're saying this, you see that with the Rimuraz, there's two, but under the tree where they're going is a third one. Just resting as the other two start curling up with the the big one under this tree to rest for a period of time. So they're currently now asleep. Sounds like an easy dinner. Hey, uh, Kevin, um, can we can we eat the centipede? I've heard of a few adventurers eating them. I've never tried. So please, can we go fight the centipede? As long as we all agree as a team, I'm not opposed to it. That's a good point. Pat comes first. What 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 we thinking? I'm just like drooling at the mouth right now, not answering. <laughs> Apparently, his his mind's made. What about you? You you first. Well, I, I thought I wanted to eat the centipede, but if my my older brother uh, he said that uh, it was that no packs work as a degocracy, and. You got. We got to get uh, the majority. I don't know why I'm suddenly a child, but <laughs> we're continuing. Child. No, I was majority. Yeah, we're all now children of Cat Lord. Why do we need majority's opinion? Who's who, 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 who's that? Well, no, it's like I think it means everybody. It's like we, we have six people in the group, so to get a majority, we need eight people to vote. For going to fight the centipede. Our group name is Majority. That's what we're called together. Uh, that sounds fine by me. <laughs> okay. okay. I do not want to fight these creatures. What have they done to us? Oh, nothing. It's just the fight that I like. Let's it's just be We're supposed to be catching thieves, right? Uh, do these mindless creatures look like thieves? Okay. So, so what I'm hearing is we need to save room for dessert. From what I know, yeah. and he looks at the map again, that. we're not that far from the cave, probably another two to three hours. It's a safe room for you hear that, Cody? We got safe room for dessert. Yeah, I heard. Hell yeah, where can you going? We'll hit the big one if it if if it comes at us later. I have I have some I have some like some chocolate that we can like put in their mouths when we when we cook them. Ooh, I you don't know food? what that is. Feel like it's a good thing to give you. You know, you being a no. You might, you might be a Layla. It might be a delicacy. Huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah we could try to burn them from a distance. Yeah. Wait. Uh, uh, did you say that they had, like, lava brains? For, from what I've been told, I think it's in their veins. So they're, like, hot on the inside. Ever been a fan of spicy? He's saying they got, like, a fiery soul. I think that's, so. I got a fiery soul. That sounds too spicy. That sounds too spicy. I don't like spicy. 
You look like spicy. What? What? Yeah. wonders. eroding the skull to cause the fire to eat the body. If Meow used necrosis on the on the body, is that why they live in the cold? Because I, I don't know much about animals. I don't know much about anything, unfortunately. Same. <laughs> So, so, so are we moving on, or are we get it? We should get out of here. If, if they attack us, then then we fight. But uh, we should we to get all beat up. We perhaps sneak past. I'm going to wave my oh, arms yeah, at, at them and say, "If you attack us, we're gonna eat you." <laughs> they don't. The only one that budges is the 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 adult. Looks at you. Shakes his head and go, goes back to sleep. <laughs> and mind you, these are six hundred feet away from you, so you're you're literally shouting as you're walking across the, this bottom part of the valley, and you can see in front of you down the mountain a gigantic cave entrance Whoa. that is covered in snow. Can't see anything in it from this distance, but it is there. Meow could try to scare them away. Uh, uh, I think we could just go to the cave. <laughs> that I know of. Rimarez is. I don't know if they're afraid of anything, honestly. I wouldn't know. Uh, but yeah, if, if they're sleeping, I, we should probably leave them alone because if I'm napping. I, I don't want anyone to bother me. Hence why the, the the thieves got away so well because they didn't bother me when I was passed out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like my entire pack was killed because we were sleeping in our cave, and then some people came and killed us all. So maybe I don't want to be a hypocrite. <laughs> How are you alive then? I, I told you, a god came down and literally revived me with a kiss, with like a kiss from an angel, my guy. Uh oh, I mean, yeah, that's actually understandable. Scratch my my eye for a little bit. Did, did did the god give you the magic weapon that's in your head too? Oh man, th this is a magic weapon. That's what it looks like. Oh, that's so cool, I didn't know that. Sometimes, uh, when I attack, it, like, my head feels fuzzy and warm, and then, like, they're dead when I attack them. But, like, I didn't, it was, maybe it's from, uh, maybe it's from the north of my head, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah it sounds, it sounds like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. remove that. No, I like it. It sort of fits my aesthetic. I mean, it, you might die if it comes out. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Thanks for letting me ride on your shoulders, by the way. Of course, you got a great view of my head with the knife sticking out of it. I literally been kind of napping. Not gonna mm. lie. The entire oh. ride up here. I've been looking like I'm looking around, but I've just been dozing off. <laughs> Meow can see you standing up. What? Meow. What? Meow was, was sleeping standing up, yes? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was impressed. Yeah. I fell asleep standing up once. I woke up on the floor. Yeah, I, I just give him a deadpan look. Just, just like, I don't understand you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, please give me a second. Right. The, you're still walking in this valley, and there's birds. You see a few rabbits here and there. Not too close to you, just uh, enough that you see them at the trees that are spotted here, there, and everywhere along this valley. A few small birds chirping and singing. It's peaceful day. Then you feel the wind slowly pick up, coming down from the top of the mountain, hitting you all, sending cold wind down the napes of your neck as clouds start to slowly come in across the sound of snow brushing and being crunched under your feet. Nothing's happening, it's just the wind's hitting you a little bit loosely, giving you all all those that can feel it. Cold chill. Kevin is now rubbing his hands together, trying blowing into him. I gotta keep warm. Gotta keep throwing hands warm with flat hands so I can use my mace, my shield. Uh, I'm gonna light up my Kusarigama with the fire, like the weird, like purplish green fire, and kind of walk over next to Kevin. Oh, oh Kevin, you can warm your hands around this. Th- th- thank, thank you, dude. Uh, yeah. You know we still have uh, so some of the crabs left, and by this time there's there's about five left. You beat through the majority of them, other than what rations you have in your pack. If you have rations. Yeah, I don't have rest. Okay. Well, as you're looking, the cave is still probably two hours away. You're on just a downhill, slow downhill plain. Just trees spotted here and there. A few odds and ends of small wildlife, but nothing too big other than the rimmerads that you saw. Probably now towards the top of the mountain mountain area that you just came down. Hey, guys, um, we get done with this because, you know, Kevin's gonna, like, make us rich. Um, you guys should come with me over to Spokestat. There's a, a place there called, uh, Gluttony Gals. They serve all-you-can-eat buffet. What? Yeah. All-you-can-eat? All all you Have you eat. been there before, oh. please? Yeah, yeah, it's a good place. Do, got do, do, you, do you know a Sarah? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I do. That that that's my older sister. <laughs> Would you look at that? What a small world it is. The the, the daddy kind of cut our, our dad kind of cut her off, so she had to make money somehow. I don't know why she works there. She just does. I don't even know if she does. As long as it's mud, shiny rocks or money, as my dad calls it. I like shiny rocks, and you see now in his hand, he's playing with a silver coin. <laughs> this is my first shiny rock that I ever found. <laughs> I found it in the yard, and my dad let me keep it. That's a very nice shiny rock. It's a, it's a, it's a piece of silver, right? I like money. The, Money's the, great. Uh, this is a rock. W- what silver? 
uh, that's the that's the name of that that type of like uh, I'm gonna dig around in my, one of my pockets and I'm gonna pull out a, a silver piece like yeah I got one too oh you got a shiny rock that's a nice shiny rock it's about the same size as mine yeah Wait, did, did you find your shiny rock where I find my, found mine under the bushes uh no Oh, well, I found mine in bushes after my tutor got kicked out of the manor for having an affair with one of the servants. You got, like, you you found a bush that grows, like, shiny, like silver. No, he was apparently having the affair with the woman in the bush when my dad found him. I thought silver grew in mountains. I don't know. He may have dropped it. I didn't ask questions. That's potatoes. Potatoes grow on mountains. Because while he was tutoring, as he said, the servant, I was in another room doing uh, research. As um, he said, my tutor was a bard, which not probably greatest idea in the world, but he was a great guy. Never got his name, or remember his name. You, you're still walking along, and probably now, an hour away. Clouds now covered the sky, and a few waves of sunshine are coming through. Still the cool wind, but with the, the flaming weapons. Not as bad. Everyone in... <laughs> Ultra would like to hop up onto the top of Rudy and just huddle on the top of his head around the knife and fall asleep. So do I take poison damage? Yeah, you do actually take poison damage. So, um, so, hold, hold on. I, not, not only Grody takes poison damage, first of nine would too, because first of nine's up there. So, oh, I'm not I'm so, not gonna try and touch first of nine. I'm just gonna try and Actually I have an advantage on any saving throws against disease and poisons. Yeah, you just if you make a just make a constitution saving throw. Both can you I please forgot about this. As soon as you start coming up, I do the cat thing where I like throw my back up really, really big, and then I <laughs> scooch all the way over to his left shoulder and like yeah, get as far away from you as He's he's fine. I got a twenty-three on my constitution saving throw. Oh yeah, my- you're, you you yeah you for sure make that. <laughs> you you make that by double. <laughs> so I think fine. that that when you hop up on his head, the knife in his head glows a little bit, and sort of protects him from the kind of poison on your skin and creates a little barrier. Kevin is slightly giggling at the sight of this. <laughs> That's a nice use of room. She falls asleep. Grody got a bunch of claws in his back. All she- of a sudden. She like she puts all of her legs <laughs> oh, up against geez. herself and closes her eyes. Like a little rain frog. <laughs> uh, you know, first of all, one, you can hop on my shoulder, and Kevin's now standing relatively close to you to see if you want to hop on his shoulders. Did you <laughs> come up with me towards the flaming weapon? Uh, no. Yeah, that's Rilka. If Roka wants to come with me out to the flaming weapon. 
I will I will transfer Ooh, I will transfer over to Kevin's shoulders. They're like, alright, alright. It's just uh I can smell the poison. Uh, <laughs> instincts. <laughs> hey, um, so <clears throat> we gotta try to get some rest before we go in. I only need yeah, about four uh, hours. This, uh, up here according to the map is is, is a, a a usual so, stop, you could say. And as he's pointing, you can see in this clearing of trees, there is a ramshackle shack that has a hole in the back by the chimney. Looks comfortable. Good enough. Looks like my childhood home. DM, I would like to let you know that I can see perfectly fine, like as if it were day, kind of. Well, it, it's still bright enough that it's not considered dim light. It's just there's shade from the clouds. It's not like thick. It's like what you get on just the start of a rainy day where there's few thick clouds here and there. There's a good... I'm just letting you know I have, I have devil's sight. So as you come to the shack, the door is not on its hinges. It's just laying down. There, no sign that somebody kicked it in. It just probably fell off the hinges because it's rusted. Inside, you can see there's nothing other than the chimney fire area. The rest is just empty, other than two windows one on the left in the center, and one on the right directly across from it. There's literally nothing else other than the door on the floor. Uh, so we, we can space ourselves out in here and have room. Uh, and I can get the fire started if we if somebody wants to gather wood from the trees nearby. I'll help. Hurry up. Let's go. I, I'm, I'm shaking. I, I go outside. I light up my sword and I just start chopping at trees. Do you want to go find some food? Uh, there, there's... There's some rabbit in the area and some birds. I've got some rations if anybody needs some. But he pulls out his weird herb again. That's the only thing left now is that. And he starts chewing on it. This keeps me... I never really have to eat that much. I get hungry. So I'll probably burn through my rations because this stuff always makes chewing away at it. And it's probably, if you look at it, it's probably about the, the length and width of the thumb. And there's several of these in his pack, chewing on one of them. You, so uh, first is cutting down trees. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Brody, do you want to go find some food? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do. Yeah. You know that? You know that thing dogs do whenever they bring back like really, really big sticks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the first is doing that right Food. now. Food. So, so first is dragging in a tree that's what he thinks is a tree about the size of it is his chest and the length of two of him. With everybody else, this is probably a young sapling. That's <laughs> this is probably his first hearth winter. It survived. It's why it's so dense. 
Uh, correction, it did not survive. Whoa, I'm saying <laughs> would have survived to your sword. All right. it, it partly burnt too, thanks to the sword's just ability. Well, <laughs> Kevin's gonna help you section, hold hold it up while you cut the tree. Gleese and Grody, I think, was gonna go hunt for animals. What is everybody else doing in this cabin right now, or yeah, outside the cabin? Our quattro is going to go up close, but not too close to the fire, and just sit. And, um, how close are we to the cave entrance? You are probably an hour, 30 minutes to an hour away. Within, a thousand, away. within a thousand feet? Oh, oh most likely. Most likely within a thousand feet. Okay. Um, could I get... I think I'm going to go up to uh, um, heaven and kind of get his attention waving. Um, would you describe the lost item? Uh, th there's three of them. Um, one's a robe with patches on it. And, and, and they, the patches are items that when you take them off, they become things. And, and Lyle says it's supplies that he keeps in the patches. And I don't know what they are, but most of his supplies are randomness. Then a weird fan with a tree and the breeze that casts a sleeping cloud. And then lower half of the broken sword with skulls on the hill. That, that, that's about all I know. I, I don't know the names. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, that is fine. Um, I'm going to cast Locate Object. Um, I haven't seen this object, so what I'm going to look for is, um, like, magical clothing. Like what the robe is. You, you feel it ping just at the edge of your thousand feet towards the back of this cave. And it's like a very faint thing. Like there's okay. something in the way. Also, uh, uh, Glee's the Shield of Faith on you has dropped because that was a concentration spell and this is a concentration spell. Um, Alright. Well, at as we're doing all this, that, that's when we notice stars. The moon is out. We'll cut to Gleese and Grody outside. I am what are you all looking for? Anything that moves. <laughs> well, you, you see... Do I find any human tracks? No, but you find tracks that are medium-sized, that look humanoid. Can I make a survival check to see if we can discern anything more about it? Go ahead. Can I give the help action? Yes, you can, so that gives you advantage. Alright, so first one is a nat 1 for a 5. <laughs> uh, and the second one is a 10. Very nice with advantage. We'll say that you know the name, but you don't know anything else. And it's a Q-Gaw. All those that are wondering... This is how you spell it. <laughs> you, these tracks are 
you can see are leading towards the cave, but also in the same tracks coming away from the cave. Like this is a path that whatever this Kugoth is has come out to hunt. And right where you are, you see it branch off to the right into the trees and then a one going off to the left up back towards the top of the mountain where those Rimaraz was. But the freshest one is the one that goes to the right. So so we follow the freshest tracks, right, buddy? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> As you're looking around, you notice that Karatesh is also with you. And somehow you didn't notice that Karatesh was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meow. Wait. Oh. Sorry. Meow. Meow wanted to help. Meow very, meow very stealthy. Oh, that's good. You scared, you scared me. <laughs> that was some good stealth in So, speaking of stealth, since it is night and you're following these tracks, all of you roll me a stealth roll. I am pretty good at stealth, maybe? That's a 14. Please? All of us? Um, that would be a soft no, toy. All the ones outside. Oh, okay. I, first, I got a, I got back to nine. Yeah. Only got a 10. That is a 14 for me, but I also would like to say I am using my disguise self um, because I can do that at will without burning a spell slot to make myself look like my non ghoulish, totally alive version of myself. Will say. And clothed like a normal. Person. We'll say combined, all of you did very, very well as you're walking in the night, barely crunching the snow as you walk, and you're following the trail around these bushes, and as you come around the curve, there is this giant, well, not really giant, medium-sized humanoid furry creature that is feasting now on a dead deer, and right next to it is another one that you can see it's drawn them together. How far away are they from where I'm at? They are probably, actually not probably, they are 60 feet away. I'm going to use my action to thunderstep right between them. Oh shit. It's literally just this one Kugog and two dead carts. Oh, so. oh, two dead carts. Okay, yeah, I'm going to use my Thunderstep to, thunder step to step right, right in front of it. Like, literally eye to eye. Right. Roll the hit. So it's a constitution saving throw for it. Uh, let me get that then. So what, is it, what is in front of us right now? The Kugog. The Kugog, okay. One. One. Okay. <laughs> Doe, a deer, a dead fucking deer. Oh, yeah, that, that, I'm Rocco Building Time. <laughs> Alright, um, I've got to get this. Okay. We've got Kevin. Not Kevin. Yeah, I'm used to seeing the fire. Uh, go ahead and roll me initiative real quick, but go ahead. Uh, I'm going to try to roll this Constitution Saving. Constitution um, Saving. Oh yeah, it literally looks like so. I brought, brought up like the glamour on myself to look my like my like my humanoid self, 
Um, uh-huh. So it looks just like me normal, but except for you don't see all the rotting, you don't see the exposed bone and stuff like that. Mm. And my hunch disappears. I still have like the weird brown haired bowl cut. Um, I still have all the same gear, but I am like, like, like my clothes are no longer tattered. And as soon as I thunderstep, all the glamour disappears and them covered in that purple and like green sickly energy. That thunderstep in between this thing. Uh, or right in front of this thing. And I, it literally it creates this just loud thunderous boom as I do it. For the constitution saving throw, what do I have to roll higher than me? Uh, 14. It rolled a 9. Yep. Very uh, nice. So that is going to be... That was a bad roll. That is going to be 14 thunder damage. You have... It is now looking at you in bits and chunks of deer are falling from its mouth as it roars at you. Just angry. Question, DM. Do we hear that loud boom? It should be heard up to 300 feet. Yeah. It's audible up to 300 feet. I just would like to know if I heard it. So I can join fight. You would probably be the only one that heard vibrations of the air. You wouldn't know what caused it, but that's about it. Like Kevin is stoking the fire. Uh, hey, hey, Kevin, I'm going to go check something out. And okay. I, I, start, I start dashing. I'm just going to be here as first and nine runs back towards uh, the ones that are here. Y'all rolled initially, correct? Yes. Yeah, wait, no, wait, no, I didn't. Hang on. I just want to make sure. Making sure. Oh, meow, Mianti. Mianti. Okay. <laughs> so, the first one, first thing that happens is this thing also rolled with Plumpy and is going to try to swipe at um, Gleaves. I love my slow computer. <laughs> like, it's fast on everything else but rolling. It rolled an eight. Uh, that will not hit. So, because of you shocking it and surprising it, it wildly swings and misses you. Just flies by where your head was and you stuck down and moved to the side. The next person would be character. What would you like to do? Uh-huh. About 60 feet away, but if you've moved forward, I'll say... If you've all moved forward, get into action. I'd say he's about 30 feet from you. Meow, yeah, one second. This creature is Meow needs to equipment speed. Oh. Meow uh, will um, cast... Ooh. Uh, and Meow can see everything, yes? Well, it's... The moon is shining. The clouds have now gone away. So it, it's fairly bright. So all of you can clearly see this thing. Meow yeah, points at the... kill. Meow points at the Quilgoth and casts Angry Howl for the dead. Okay. Target Meow's target needs to make a, a saving throw. Um, what kind? Uh, wisdom. What do I need to roll higher then? Uh, it just it, it just says, it just says a wisdom saving. I'm pretty sure. Oh wait! Oh wait! Thirteen. Sorry, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Thirteen. I love my computer. I truly do. But it needs to load. Dice rolls faster. It rolled 19 plus 1. Damn it. 
<laughs> so it 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 is now no longer focused on please. It is kind of side eyeing the Karatesh, this weird creature that it's never seen before. And at Genial. this time is when first the nine comes in. Go ahead and roll us initially. See. Oh. I, th- I thought I was going to be super far away, but let- let's see. We'll say some time has passed, because it- it's about six seconds. That's a 13. So yeah, you would definitely be be next. Just, but we'll, actually, we'll say that you're still away, but this is your initial when you come in. So mm-hmm. right now, you're hearing the, you heard the roar of this creature. And you know there's something over here, and you're just at bushes where... Can I perform an action? Right. Say what? Can I perform an action? Yeah. All right, I I whip my sword, and I kind of, like, point it down, and I jump up in the air, and then I shoot off as I cast fly, and I start actually Ah. flying over there. All (laughs) righty. And what's your movement speed while you're flying? Uh, I have a, a... 60 foot movement speed, which is a lot more than what I was dashing. Okay. You'll be able to use the entire of your movement just to get in range of seeing what they're doing. Alright, well, I used my action and uh, uh, I'll save my bonus action. So, as you're flying, you're seeing this creature. It's weird medium humanoid creatures with chunks and blood angry at the party that went this way and there's two deer on the ground one with a chunk missing from it and another one that's not that just has claw marks so Grody it is now your turn (laughs) yeah Um, you know as a poodrop I, I take my great axe out and I go, Don't hurt my friends! And I'd like to run up and just fucking wail on this thing. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to reckless attack um, because I forgot that I can reckless attack. Um, well, actually, no. First, I go into a rage, obviously. Uh, and then I would like to... Um, I would like to reckless attack on both of my attacks. So first attack, um, hold on, I have advantage on this because I'm reckless attacking. Wow! I rolled a one and a two. That's a nine? <laughs> That's you a nine hit, first DM? attack misses. It, it just shifts to the left. <laughs> it, it, it is now got, it, it's, as you're looking, it, it's got this wide smile. Its teeth are burying. There's this, its fur is white and matted, and it's covered in scars mm-hmm. all over this male Hugo's body, and he is livid that y'all are disturbing him. <laughs> Go ahead. Cody smiles and does his second attack. Also reckless. I am rolling so bad right now. Okay. All right. That's a that's a twenty four 
to hit. That hits. All right. Um, that's going to roll that for damage and also roll this for damage. Um, so that's going to be 12 slashing damage and 4 radiant. So 16, 16 damage total. So you cleave it just right behind the shoulder and it lurches. And you can tell this thing is beaten. But it's still angry and itching for a fight that is being disturbed. I would like to use the rest of my movement to get out of its threatened area. It will take an attack of opportunity. No, it won't, because oh. I have the mobile feet. Oh, and you can't yeah. take <laughs> attacks of opportunity on me. Well, there you go. Then it just. Because you, I am goading it, so it to follow me, though. Kind of make it stagger away. But then it still comes near you because you're building. Next yeah, come, come on at me. Come on at me. And for reference, please, the, the wounded shoulder is now facing you. And there is a gash that it's exposing. Um, so I, I'm going to get up to it. like, And I'm going to put myself in that uh, purple and sickly green energy again. And I am going to cast lightning. Like right uh, next says, to it? Yep, right next to it. It needs to succeed on a DC 14 strength saving. Let's see what the dice roll today. <laughs> May it ever be in your favor. I love my it rolled a six, so you hit. So it's going to get a, a lash of the like purple and green energy bolts out. It's going to take 13 lightning damage as it is pulled 10 feet in a straight line directly at me. Well, as you hit it and it's pulled towards you, it flips landing on its side this gash behind its shoulder you can see its beating heart and it, the heart's still going but this thing is I use my bonus action to stick my face in there and eat the heart directly out of it holy shit Jesus fucking you know what that? if is you that? roll higher as a magool come on <laughs> On a d20, I will say you can. Is this a dexterity check or like? Yes, just a happen? dexterity check. I want you to roll a dex check this higher than a 16 to see if you can eat this still beating heart. That's a 20. <laughs> so all of you, including first and nine, as you are now at the edge of this. I, I, I hover as, up just as this happens. Uh, Please, I want you to describe in detail how you're doing this. Mind you, the the gash is big enough for you to stick one shoulder and your head as well as an arm inside this creature. So tell me what you do for this creature. <laughs> I, run, I run up to it. I grab it by the exposed rib cage. I shove my whole head in there, and I just go to town. Just like... <laughs> just pull, pull this thing straight out of there. 
So you literally, everyone sees you dive in this creature. And as you come out, you're kind of do that stand up, arms going to the side, primordial yell, but instead of yelling, they just see a heart. And it's doing what a heart does, spray, and you are now covered in blood from this creature. Yeah. No longer move. I left enough for everybody else. Thank you. Yeah. I'd like to I'd like to walk up to the creature. How how big is this creature again? Medium humanoid size. So I'd say it's probably on its four legs. It the top of its back just comes to the top of your head. Got it. I'd like to but walk up to the creature. On its hind legs would probably be two. Got it. Uh, I'd like to just sort of kneel down to it, to its like <laughs> petrified dead face, and be like, "There was a good fight." <laughs> been a while since I fought someone your size. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your meat with me. And then I'd like to chat down. Go ahead. This is this is Grody saying grace. <laughs> and uh, I- I'm going to scoop up a um, one of the deers that was least messed up and start walking back to the cabin with it. I am watching all of this and I just fly above and I'm like, oh. There's a waste of little waste of can, magic. Okay. Can you can you check the body to see if anything interesting? Sure. Uh, perception. Uh, this would be a survival check. Survival, right? <laughs> Every time. Yeah, only got on the eye. Other than its scars on its chest and its hind legs, you can tell this has been in. A few battles, but that's about it. Meowth yeah, is meaning it, selling the hide, and then giving the money to Meowth's church. You can make money off of off of pelts. Nearly good, good beds for cats. Oh, so that's why my family didn't have skin on them when I woke up. Can Meowth roll to skin the creature? That would be a nature check. Animal handling. Animal handling. <laughs> Nah. It's dead. It could be both. (laughs) But I'm going to say nature check. See see what you get. I mean, it is literally Uh, handling an animal. Meow got a nine. Meow got a nine. Can Meow try it? No. Instead? (laughs) Since Grody is there with you, I will say that you have advantage on this roll. Meow re rolls with advantage, or Meow just rolls again and they have both together? rolls again. And what if. Um, 12. Okay. So with a 12, what you're able to get off this that has not been destroyed by Brody and Lee's is from the cut to the middle of the stomach. So about chest size. On you, piece like from your shoulder. Half of my eye? Half a hide. <laughs> I'd say a fourth of a hide. Mortar, got it. <laughs> just, if you laid it on your legs, probably just enough to come to just above <laughs> the knees. We'll, we'll say that that is done, and you're. All of you caught back up with these, and these is now. 
at the area, heading back to the cabin where the trail spit. And he's still covered, and it's freezing. To, well, I would say freezing to him, but it's more coagulated. And you're just, there's nothing else. It is silent. Other than a few nights, owls here and there, off in the distance. There you go, Kevin. I got a deer. As you walk in with with that Kevin, sees you and goes, Dude, are you okay? You're covered in blood. Oh no, you should see the other guy. I'm not going to lie. If you're the better of the two, the other guy is probably horrible. He was was pretty good, actually. They took care of it. By horrible, I I mean physical-wise. Not physically. He tasted just fine. Throw control. You're about to say something. Are any of you all hurt? Nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm fine too. Meow got a present from the hut. Meow got a present from the dead animal. Falls up the hide. It also had a present from the dead animal. Alright. And she just goes back to sleep. (laughs) Uh, We'll say that the deer is cut up. One of you roll me a nature check to see how well this pelt is taken. And Kevin's gonna roll... Meow guys, meow guys, you've seen. Okay. Kevin's gonna roll as well to see what he can... Okay. Kevin got a 17. Kevin so got a 17? On nature. Holy shit. Negative 2, so I rolled a yeah. 19. Wow. Um, yeah. He, the, I can the do a nature check. Very... Alright, go ahead and do a nature check to see... Oh, 19. All right. So with your help, you and Kartesh get the skin off. Wonderful. It's an immaculate, perfect belt. The meat, on the other hand, the only thing that was not good was from the knees down. I can eat that. Kevin did not touch because he's like, "Uh, that part's too bony. And Grody, do you want those four? Yeah, I'll do <laughs> I will do my best not to touch the meat. Whoa. like to cook a little bit of it and then just they, they, eat a small amount and then I'm good. I eat it raw. What's cooked and ate? The, the night's still young and Kevin lays down and facing the corner. For all those that need to sleep, this would be a long rest. But my question is, did anyone fix the front door? Yeah. Sit outside and just watch over the entrance to the building. I don't actually sleep. I go in like a trance where I'm still aware of my surroundings. So the the steps that you're sitting on are carved stone. Like the entirety of this house is carved out of the mountain. And... There's no snow on these steps, other than the owls that you hear here and there. There's nothing moving. Meow cast meandering on the door. You fix the door in Mac, and we'll say you close it so that way Please has something. For those that need sleep, go ahead and do a long rest if you're hurt. If not, we'll say you've done a long rest. The sun, as everyone rests, it's very peaceful. Please is doing these things while everybody and the sun 
comes over the mountain and the first light comes in the window. Please, were you sitting at the door the entire night? Yeah, I was going to sit at the door the entire night and just kind of walk over okay. the building. Roll me a perception check real quick. I would have I helped you watch at some point in the night. That is a six. Uh, if, if first, we'll say that will be the... Uh, just for pleases, that will be just as the sun rises. Meow. We'll say around this time, first would be awake as well. First, can you roll me a perception check? Are you in the house or out of the house? Oh, I would, I would have been in, but that's okay. a two. Yeah, only need... I, I, I want to give help since I'm still outside. Okay. Meow only needs four hours of sleep, so Meow also helps the other half of the night. Alright, so first roll again with advantage. Yeah, let's try again. Oh, so I got a seven that time. Wow, the rolls. Y'all notice nothing. So I got a plus zero to that, so... Everything seems fine here. As you're waking up and moving about, you all notice one of your team members is not there. Kevin is missing. There's and literally the only one door. The window go? that he was sleeping by is open. Where did Kevin go? What happened to Kevin? I would like I would like to cast augury. Um Alright. Uh, I'm going to take my holy symbol and just kind of pray with it. Um, I receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. The DM chooses from the following possible omens. Wheel for good results. Woe for bad results. Wheel and woe for both good and bad results. Or nothing for results that aren't especially good or bad. Um, so... I'm I'm going to do Augury. I'm going to ask the question of do we search for Kevin? You hear in the back of your mind <sighs> and nothing else. Right, well we've got more things lost. And it's Kevin, and he's in the cave. Probably the with guy. the other stuff. Does anyone look out the window? Uh, yeah, I look out the window. Yeah, why not? Meow does. Row control. Throw. Roll me a perception check with advantage. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh, thank God us? for advantage. All of us? No, Seven just... 17. Best roll. You see what looks like somebody has been dragged behind the house for just a bit. We all got a long rest, right? Yep, everyone got a long rest, so you're all here. All right. Well, follow me, everyone. And I just uh, let, let us follow the 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 thing. You know where it looks like someone got drugged. You just follow me. We can't let the guy who's paying Kevin. us lie. No, we I cannot. Like, I, he's a he's a good. He's all right. As we leave, me out shuts the window. And I would like to lead all the people here towards. The, the, where the tracks are going. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'd like to run ahead as fast as I can with my 25 foot walking speed. I also have a 25 foot walking speed. We'll, we'll say with all I'm of I'm just hopping walking, along. You get to the edge of the cave and 
off. The, this cave is huge. And off to the far right, probably 200 feet away from you, is two young Huga and an older one sleeping on the far, far corner. You can just make out their shapes. And in the back, you uh, to the right, alongside the wall, you can hear faintly, like somebody trying to talk but is muffled. How far away are the Huga? The, uh, the ones that are sleeping are about 200 feet away on the far side of the cave. Like, they are passed out cold. And Glee, since you had rolled the check of the footprints, the footprints of the one that you killed came from... Um, I'm gonna look at everybody else. Alright, guys. I got a plan. I'm going to scare him out of the cave. You don't want help with Miyamaturgy? Hold on. It's alright. Y'all don't want to be in there when I do this. I can see 120 feet just like uh, into the cave just perfectly fine. Well, uh, with, with dark, like the dimness no. of the light coming inside, I'm saying with your, di- uh, with your dark vision. It's not dark vision. It's not it's dark not. vision. It's devil's yeah. sight. I can see perfectly fine in uh, darkness or in magical darkness. Like I can see as if there was just like pure color. Like I can see normally. All right. So with the light and everything that's coming in, you can see that these three Kugoth are asleep, but you cannot see the back of it where the noise of this muffled person is on the right. Hold on. There's three of them in there. Yeah, it's alright. I got a plan. It's a good plan. They're sleeping, though. I know, which is gonna make it better. What's your plan? I'm gonna go in all quiet. And if any of you guys know anything about any kind of loud magic, maybe you use something loud in a place that's enclosed, it's louder. Meow can help. Meow can, you know, it's meow maturity to make loud sounds. My plan is I'm going to go in, and I'm going to do the same thing that I did to the other one, except for in there, and amplify it. Alright, as soon as you pop in there, I'll shoot. And then I'm making my way in there. What's everybody else doing? You're making your way me on town? Walking past? Mm, I'll fly. (laughs) I I am now... I can never pronounce your name, is it? Is it Rokotrol? Rokotrol. Can you see, or you can, if Devin's still alive, can you, like, get him out of there? And if he's not, can you, like, get our money? Oh, I cannot. Well, I could do that. I cannot tell if he is alive from a distance. Brody, you focus I, on finding Kevin. I, I'm gonna scare him out, and then whoever's gonna go in can go in. I could go in. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll cover you. I'm pretty fast. <laughs> Alright, I will just hop on top of this one's head, and she hops yeah. on top of Grody again. And I, I need to make another constitution save. Yeah, you do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. 
Yeah, I'm. I got a twenty-four uh, on again. Not yeah. advantage Fine. one. Hold on, let me see if I crit just for fun. Yeah, I got a twenty-four. I even so your second. This is a duo. Ba yeah, basically, bro, uh, this is normal. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, if Kevin is hurt, I will heal him. And then we could we could get Kevin, and we could get the other medical items too. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly it. I am going to um, use my uh, action. I'm going to try to use my full everything to get all the way up to the cave as stealthily as possible. All right. Uh, roll me, since people are there with you. Roll stealth with advantage. Okay. I would 16, and the second one is a 10, so 16. You, the Kugas, do not notice me. Okay. Uh, now that I'm up to the cave mouth, how far away are they from me? They're 100 feet away from you, past that hold, and you can hear them faintly storm. Okay. I would like to use my... So how are they arranged in... in so the closest one to you... Mm-hmm are the two small ones. And the mother is against the wall, so they're kind of snuggled up. They're about a foot away from her. She's right next to the wall. And you could see right next to her if you roll me a perception. Okay. That is a 14. Okay. So, yeah, definitely with everything that you know, you can see there's a Kugoth-shaped indent on the ground of the cave floor about the size of the one that you fought last night. Okay. And how far away from me right now? They're about 60 feet from you. Okay. I'm going to look over at um, Grody and Urquitro. Alright. On the count of nine. <laughs> one. <laughs> nice one. Fourteen. Nine, and I'm going to thunder step right in front of them. Right, I'm uh, going. Roll like with it. That's a Constitution saving throw, and if they're sleeping, they should be at disadvantage. Oh yeah. So, uh, my thing gonna... is, as soon as he lands and pops in there, I would like to fire off some bolts. Uh, at at the first one that wakes up. Yeah, I would also like to cast um, spell at the same time. Um, Might as also, well move it, right? Also, um, they should be deafened because of the in, in fact that it's in a cave. I don't know, it's not going to play much of a big deal because they're too goth, but if they fail, they should be deafened. What did I have to roll higher than? Uh, 14. Okay, and now the first one was a 21, so I've got to re-roll that for disadvantage doing right now. And I'm just rolling them all together, so you know. So that way, whatever I get applies to all of them. Yeah, yeah, got money. One. <laughs> I love my slow rolling computer. Yeah, 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 keep with me, So yeah, I get like once again, I that purple and sickly green energy goes around me, and so, I, I understep in, and it's lab. Oh. So if they if they succeed on the saving throw, they take half damage, correct? Um, yes. Okay. 
go ahead and roll damage because even at disadvantage, they rolled a 20. Of 17 plus 3. Okay. Yeah. That, that is 27, so have, that'll be what? Uh, 13. 13. 13. That'll be 13 damage. You and can tell the two young ones are no longer breathing. And the only um, one left is the mother, and she is now angry. Do I have another spare action to cast again? Or is that it? Since you had the th- uh, Thunder Wave was the surprise one, so yes. You do Should we roll initiative action. before that then? Yes. Uh, all the ones that are attacking the Kugoths, Kugoth, the one that's left, roll for advantage. Roll initiative. That would be, I think, Glee's and first of nine, you said? I got grit. I, I mean, you got yeah. initiative again. Again. Damn it, me got me. I I do want to. I'm not attacking, but I do want to act. Um, to you know, run into the cave to grab I've people. Got a 19 for initiative, and I am on top of Grody. So. Oh. I got a 15 for mine. So do you want to just go on the same initiative? Yeah, let's just go on the same initiative. We'll tag team it. Just use oh, his yeah. movement. Yeah, I'll I'll use his yeah. movement. <laughs> I'm gonna be taking the dash action anyway, so. Uh, it's making me put these in manual for some reason. Damn. Yeah, Max. All right, there we go. So the two people that will get to do things besides uh, Rokotrol will be first of nine in the road. I also have an 11 for mine. Yes. So you you would technically go shortly after this key dog. Okay. But uh, since you surprised it, you would have advantage on your initiative. So do you mind rolling for me again? Sure. Uh, yeah, just going to stay that 11. Okay. So yeah, you would be shortly after the key dog. You, you surprised it, and it's for its turn, I'm going to say it's stunned at the fact that its kids are dead. And it's just... <laughs> Angry, we're murderers! Yay! Oh, did it? How did it roll really well? On this it rolled a thirteen. I, oh, I rolled oh. it in person. So first of nine, you get to go first. Oh boy! Oh, it's getting shot. I'm, I'm gonna roll up to the mouth of the cave, and then fire off Eldritch blast at it. Boom! Ooh, an eleven to hit. First one misses, just it, it moves a hair and it just whisks by and hits back the cave. This is a 13 hit? You hit it because its armor class is that. So it is. Nine, Nine damage. damage. Just straight to the dome. And then I start moving in closer uh, with, with whatever movement. Well, next. So. We'll, we'll say you've moved your full movement, and you're just... What's your full movement? 25 feet? Or yeah. dashing would be... Uh, no, I can't dash. I, I, uh, okay. no, I, 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 I used Eldritch Blast. I had okay. to get up enough in the cave. So, so you, you run 25 feet into the cave, and it, it's... You can tell that this thing's pissed, at, but it's mainly... 
Yeah, it's focused on somebody else. It, I, it's not focused on anyone. It's eyes on two on the floor. So Grody, this would be your turn. Um, Grody does that the wily coyote run where he just sort of runs in place for a little bit. Uh, and I, what I'm going to do is I'm literally just sprinting into the cave. Um, use I have 50 feet of movement, so technically with a dash action, I can move 100 feet. Um, oh, you've got a frog on top of your head. And with the frog. And 20 feet in. So 20 feet in front of you now, you can see a door. And from behind the door, you can hear the mumbling, like the muffled uh, sound <laughs> coming from inside that door. Sick. Um, yeah, so that I guess I don't have. I mean, should I? No, I'm not going to rage yet because I'm not going to be attacking anyone. Um, I can I. I think that's my turn. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Now it would be yeah, a hard turn, turn. What would you like to do? Because 20 feet in front of you, there's a door. Um, I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon for, for a bonus action, and I'm going to try. I'm going to hit the door with the. With oh, that's the, hard. Uh, spiritual Weapon. Um, Roll a d20 to see, to see what's if you it. What's the Spiritual Weapon look like? Yes, that as well. Uh, it looks like an axe. Um, it actually has like a. D twenty plus my spell attack to hit. So that's fine. Nine. No. You. It be you. You see that this door is made of wood, but it's bolted. Um, you hit it, and the door flies open, just breaking whatever lock was in there. But that's wow. It. And you can hear the muffled sound of somebody trying to talk is coming from inside. Can I get in? Oh, yeah, you still have your movement and your action. Uh, all right. Um, I'd like to hop down and then into the room. And uh, uh, I'm going to cast Resistance. Um. I do touch Kevin if Kevin is in there, unfortunately. Well, hold, hold on. When you run into the room, it's filled with coins. There's right. three bandits. And this room's probably 25 feet wide in a per like in radius, and it's a square. You can see that they chiseled this out by hand without disturbing Kudos. And these three bandits are very frustrated and beaten. It looks like Kevin gave them the fight. And Kevin is just tied up in a corner trying to talk to them. So in this room, 25 feet away from you, is a pile of coins to the top of the shortest bandit, who is approximately three foot tall. So there's a lot of coin there. And you can see the one that is the shortest is going through a coin purse. And this is the coin purse that Kevin had. And he's emptying out onto the stash. And you could clearly guess Kevin's going, My shiny rocks! My shiny rocks! Dude, (laughs) not my shiny rocks! So, you've got these three bandits in front of you. Do you still want to run inside the room? Yeah, I'll still run inside the room, but I'm going to cast Toll the Dead instead. Um... 
And I'm going to do it at whoever's closest to Kevin. That would be the six-foot-tall, blonde-haired gentleman in bandit guard. I see the hair coming out from under his head, bandana, and a scar disappearing under part of it. His face that's not covered. Uh, basically, it's his eyes that aren't covered. So you see a scar going from where his, his hair is covered to the mask. And he's roughly the same. He's roughly six foot tall. That's about. Is he right. six foot two? He's about six foot two. Oh, man. Is he six foot two? Yeah, I'm a lot of six foot two. The right? one behind him is six two. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. All yes. right. So um, there's a three foot, a six foot, and a three six foot two, yes. and you're attacking three, the six foot one. Three foot, mixed All foot, right. mixed foot two. Okay. So the one that's closest to Kevin, um, I'm gonna cast Toll the Dead. Uh, he needs to make, uh, needs to succeed on a Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw thirteen. One second. Uh. Unfortunately, it can't. It won't let me add the bandits, so I've got to pull up the other path for the encounter of that specific thing. Give me oh, a second. Geez. And nope, that's the wrong one. I love having random things mixed with each other. Okay. Uh, bandits Constitution saving throw. Oh, okay, wisdom. Wisdom oh, saving throw. Well, then I will subtract the one because. Their wisdom has no modifier. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. Yeah, the the only thing bandits get a plus in is dex and con. So whatever I get, I'll just have to minus uh, take off the one. So it'd just be whatever natural it rolls. What do I need to roll higher than? Thirteen. That bandit rolled a five. Great. Is he missing yeah, nice. any hit points? He's missing two. Great. That's enough. He's going to take 2d12 damage. <laughs> Great. That bandit takes 13 points of dam- of necrotic damage. Here. As he drops to the floor, you see his mask come off. And this gentleman looks like an older version of Kevin. <gasps> and you see Kevin burst in as the other two start running at you. Shit, I already used my bonus action. (laughs) That's all right, I've got, I've got Revivify. (laughs) Uh, What was your initiative? Uh, I was on 19, but me and Grody were going on the same, same initiative. So so we're we're both at 15 then. Yeah, we're we're both 15. Okay. These two bandits will, since you're the only one in the room, are both going to try to take a scimitar attack at you. Oh, shit. I'm not even in the room yet. No. No. (laughs) And now that you're noticing, the gentleman that's 6'2 has the same features as the one that just hit the floor. And the one shorter is a gnome. They're clones. It, no, a gnome. <laughs> I know, they're clones. One of them just happens to be a gnome clone. <laughs> I'm gonna talk shit in gnomish to him. 
gnome clones. Gnome oh, clones. He, he responds to you, repeating what you said, and kind oh. of a, oh, no. a mental what image of a, a middle finger. Um, <laughs> so, the the first bandit rolled a 15 to yeah, hit. That that's, the, that, that, that's the gnome. And the damage to you chin. Would your blood be poisonous? Uh um I mean Since no, because it's just this it's just the skin. Cause it's a secretion. Yeah. It's not yeah. I was gonna say, if it's in your blood as well. I mean if he touches me, he's gonna have to take two D four poison damage if he feels like constitution saving throw, so, so the gnome hits you for seven. Okay. Now the six foot two guy is gonna swing at you. Ouch. Uh while this is rolling we'll cut Bleeze and the Kugoth and then it Bleeze what do you want to do to this Kugoth that is frozen and staring at it's child children that are now dead. Uh yeah, so um I'm going to use my action to cast Shadow Blade as um, my Kusari Gama gets uh, coated in like this black necrotic shadow. And <laughs> don't worry, I'm gonna send you to meet him. And I'm gonna kill this thing. Right there. Alright, we'll good. Alright, um that'll be a thirteen to hit. You hit it. Alright. And that is going to, uh, first up, that is the damage from the actual blade itself, which is four slashing damage, and then an additional 13 necrotic. So 17 damage in total. Yep. You can tell after this hit, it's no longer stunned, but it hurts. Um... Then I would like to use my bonus action for two weapon fighting um, to, uh, to my opposite hand uh, dagger and cut across this thing. Try to hit right in the jugular. Go ahead. See if you can hit. That'll be a 23 to hit. You hit. And that'll be six slashing. You cut its throat. Just enough to see a small trickle of blood. And there's a line there. But not deep enough to go all the way. All right. Uh, <laughs> Tough one, are you? Next would be Karakak. Kid Meow, uh, dash into the room with the bandits. Uh, Meow, use you mean to run into the room with the bandits? Uh, what's your movement speed? Uh, nearly. Sorry. You would... With dash, you would get just behind growth. If Meow used 30 feet of movement, would Meow be able to see through the room, you know, see into the room and have visual line of sight on the bandits? You would see that they were attacking. Like, Grody can see that uh, Rokotro is being attacked. So if you were behind Grody, you would see them attacking. You would have... You would be able to just see the arm of the six foot two gentleman as 
he rolls a 10 and misses road patrol very badly kind of stumbling into the doorway so you can see him. Does he stumble into me? He brushes against you. So Meow will... Ah. Uh, it, his skin is covered in leather so he doesn't it doesn't do anything. Damn. By the way, the bandits are wearing a dark thick leather and it's gloves, shirt, pants, mask, hat, all of it is the exact same color. And there's this white R sewn into the right shoulder of each one of them. So, Karatash, what would you like to do? Yeah, we'll uh, run 30 feet to see and then attempt to cast um, Guiding Bolt on the band. Yeah, with the range that you should you should be able to hit. Yeah. Yeah, we'll one, hit. yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah one second. There's a funny, funny move hit. You hit this bandit, and because you hit him, he kind of falls out of the room right in front of Grody. And just for information, this is the giving advantage to the next hit. So go ahead and roll damage for this. Okay. For Daddy Move, that's going to be a mix me mix. Money one. So, you just... This dude is dead. Basically falls dead in front of you. And the only difference between him and Kevin is the jaw. Telly is a family relationship... uh, Is a family relative, but uncle, second uncle, cousin possibly. So he he dead. Just falls (laughs) dead in front of Brody. And now it, it... in front of uh, Rokotro is the gnome that's not doing anything. And since Kevin can't move, other than kind of scream, uh, we will pass then. For those that are still in the cave, it will go back to first of nine. First of nine, what are you doing? Is that thing still alive? The Qgoth? Yes, it is still alive. Okay, can I move up to where I can kind of see what's going on in the in the oh, room? Yeah. It, I'd uh, say if you fly, you would get to just the ed- edge right behind Karatech, and you'd be able to see the gnome. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna fly though. I can't really oh. do it right now. Uh, I'm gonna. I, oh, I don't know if I have to back this guy up. He seems to be doing pretty good. Well, if you yeah. then got hit once. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and then the Q that Cleese is facing is, is pretty hurt too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you no, have options. I was, uh, I was thinking, I think he can handle it. Uh, I, I'm gonna use uh, my action. I'm gonna cast fly, and I'm, I'm gonna start hovering, and then I'm gonna get you know really close into the door, and just kind of fly right and hover right above where uh where uh Ruck Rakotro that's it no I didn't say it Rakotro Rakotro Meow I'm gonna just say Tro that's okay yeah uh-huh. I don't 
Alright. Thumbs up, but I'm flying right above you, and, uh, I can't really do anything else. Uh, unfortunately. I'm my sword. You can see in the room, and you see there is a huge pile of coins in this back room. And hey, I like three rare items. The items that look like the description what Kevin gave you on the ground with a bunch of others. So next would be Grody. Grody? Um, I would like to get into the room, first off. So um, you brushing past Rokotrope. Give me a constitution saving throw. What? Because you will... You have a flying cat and a frog in the doorway. You're going to have mm. to brush past the, the frog. Cool. I will, I will do a constitution saving throw. Yeah, 20. Mod 20. Without okay. the advantage. So I have advantage, though. Not only do you brush past her and the flying cat, you are now standing next to the gnome who does not even come to your knees. Being can seven I, foot tall, and can you can I just, see Kevin crying next to somebody that looks like him in a pile of gold and weapons. And the three um, things like it is uh, items he described, and he is crying. First off, I'm going to rage, of course. Oh, yeah. um, second off. Um, I'm gonna completely ignore all of the gold. Grody doesn't give a shit. He's just he's just here for the fucking ride. <laughs> um, and I would like to. Can I? Can I? Like, I I don't want to like attack the. Actually, I technically I have two attacks. Yeah, can I like attack the gnome just by like kicking it into the wall? <laughs> roll to see if you can kick it. Uh, should I roll an attack roll? Uh, um, yeah. No, roll me a dex, uh, dexterity check. What? Because okay. the reason why is because is it you're not a strength. It. Do strength then. Yes, okay. do strength check because I want to see how badly you hit this gnome. All right. Um, or how you hit this gnome. Unarmed strike. Mod twenty. Okay. Roll <laughs> damage for me. <laughs> what do you want me to roll? Um, roll the damage for uh, unarmed strike. Doesn't it have that? Unarmed strike. Um, my unarmed strike is my bite attack, so it would be one d four plus four. Roll, roll the kicking because your kicks would have. Are you wearing shoes? No. Or is it just your <laughs> okay? Then Absolutely yeah, not. You would literally slat your clawed feet would be slashing this person, so it would be the same as a bite. Cool. Uh, so it's a bite attack, and then also my divine fury activates. Um, yeah, so it's five, uh, five piercing and nine radiant. So as you kick this gnome, the body hits the ground, but the head flies. <laughs> you just completely, <laughs> and now you can hear oh, from Kevin's uncovered mouth. That dude was awesome, but my dude. brother and my two brothers are dead. Oh shit! I know oh, that feels like man. Oh, I use my second attack to like get undo his like attack his binds to like you know like if he's like tied up to just like attack the rope. I guess you can tell the ropes are 
tied tight enough where he has kind of rope burn and, and he's looking at his one of his brothers and he's like I didn't know what happened to him dudes I didn't think they would become bandits and the gnome you kicked that was my tutor oh shit you want me dude. to heal them all no they were no. jerks you, you don't want me to heal your family? No, because now I would be first in line getting my dad's money when he dies. I'm gonna it's go either me or my sister that gets his stuff and does whatever she does and I doubt <laughs> he's gonna pick her. Have I have I undone the ropes? Oh yeah, you've undone it and now they're well, while you're looking around the room we're gonna hop back Glees and this Kugoth who is now no longer stunned and is going to try to swipe at you. And here's the thing about Kugoths. When they're wounded with 10 hit points or fewer, they can do a 2d6 per hit if they hit. And its health points is exactly 10. So I'm I just like, can I like present myself in order to give it an advantage on hitting me. If you want to give it an advantage, roll an animal handling check for me real quick. No, I wanted to I wanted to give it I want to give it advantage on hitting me. Okay, then give it advantage. Uh you got to I literally I literally just stand up, stretch my arms out and like hit me. Let, let's see what it rolls to hit you. I love my slogan. I tried getting into this encounter with my phone, and it didn't even register that it was there. Oh, wow. Okay, it's still rolling. For a second, I thought it stopped. All right, so it rolled a natural 20 plus 5. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm going to activate my special ability, which is my trait. Um, (laughs) uh, my My special trait that comes with my feats. And that is share your pain. And um, let's see how much damage it does to you with wounded so, fury. So whenever I take damage from a critical hit as a reaction, I can cause the, that damage to a creature of my choice of psychic damage. So I want to flect it right back at him in psychic damage. That, that's fine. Let's see what it what it gets uh, in the roll because it gives it plus. An extra seven, so whatever it rolls, it's pretty pretty much you sharing your pain is gonna it's gonna murder itself. <laughs> exactly. So its head's gonna blow off as soon as you bite it, as soon as it bites you. Well, it's not biting you. With, with wounded fury, it does a claw attack, and that would be ten damage uh, plus seven, so seventeen. You and not that be double too? Because he crits. Well, and that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. So doubled? It would be du- 17 double. Got it. My brain's... Pretty more. And <laughs> when it hits you, the claws to you feel like a feather. But you release the energy and this Kuga is now adorning the wall and is not alive and just hits the floor. Well, maybe next time. And I'm going to walk over back to where everyone else is at. 
as you all walk in the room, there's a three-foot-tall pile of gold and weapons and the items that Kevin described. And that's where we're going to end it.